Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Welcome back, everybody. It is 1.34 in Edmonton, and you can text us at 780-496-0063. Bob, you need to remind the listeners it takes two to tango when it comes to uh, trades. Uh, sellers aren't selling yet. Uh, coming up today at uh, 1.35 is David Staples, and at about 1.46, 1.47, Dennis Laliberti to tell us about our new and upcoming trip. Brendan, if you can take care of that and coordinate that, that would be awesome, because I forgot to tell you, we're going to have Dennis on the show at 1.46, 1.47 today. Without further ado, we're going to head off to the River Cree Resort Casino Hotline, and welcome back to the show from the Cult of Hockey and the uh, Edmonton Journal, David Staples. Hello, David. How are you doing? Bob, how are you doing? Good. Well, what's your take? How about it? <laughs> uh, I think paying fans at the game last night were pretty unhappy. Uh, not to mention fans watching on TV. I, and I was listening to some of the uh, listeners' calls. There's some uh, very uh, angry fans right now. And I, and I think to some extent it's justified, Bob. This team for a number of years has been wildly inconsistent. You Cons- don't know what you're going to get. Consistently inconsistent. Yeah, you do not know what you're going to get. And it seems to be dependent on defensive focus, intensity, effort. Some Knights Oilers are determined to play a defensive game, and they can beat any team in the NHL. Other nights, at least half the nights, uh, it seems this season, they're just not they're just not that into it. And we saw that last night with some, you know, the second goal against was a really good example with the delayed penalty call. And it just seemed like everyone kind of relaxed, expecting someone to touch the puck, and nobody did. There was huge gaps, and they just passed it around easily and scored a goal to tie the game two two. It's just extremely frustrating for the fan base to watch that kind of um, mental lack of mental discipline, lack of focus, lack of intensity, lack of commitment to defense night after night. And it's from the top of the lineup to the bottom of the lineup. There's there's hardly a player who can, I think, who can make a claim that every game they brought a solid defensive intensity. And until they, they make that kind of team commitment to that kind of play, Bob, they're not going to be the elite team they can be. That They showed they were in the playoffs last year when they made that commitment against L.A. and carried it through in Cal- against Calgary. So until that happens, we're going to have more of the same. And, it, uh, and I really just think it's a matter of that kind of making up their minds of who they are. And they are going to be that kind of player no matter what every night. Yeah, it's it's interesting to me what's going on here with this team. I mean, um, you know, I obviously I'm still optimistic, but I got to tell you, I was a little exasperated last night, and that doesn't often happen. And it, and where I'm going with this is, I can't stand seeing teams. Um, 
repeat the same mistakes over and over again. So we have the game against Vancouver. They're up 2 nothing. They get a goal late in the first period. Vancouver should be on the ropes. Instead of putting them away, they hand the game away to them. That frustrated me a lot. Okay? And so there you go, David. I mean, you're sitting there going, come on. You know? We all expect it now, Bob. The Oilers get up a couple of goals, and we just think... It ain't over because this team doesn't commit to defense. And part of it, listen, there, are, there, are, there is a personnel issue on defense. I think that's the general consensus. You know, just everyone you talk to, and what do you hear? You hear the same thing. We need a second pair shutdown defenseman who can play defense. Kind of an Adam Larson on the left side, who can, you know, Adam Larson costs Taylor Hall. These players are not cheap to get. They are not easy to get, especially one who's going to really succeed for the team. But that's the consensus. And, and Brett Kulak uh, was signed over the summer to, I think it's a four-year deal, at a fairly reasonable rate, $2.75 million per year, um, for kind of a, a fifth defenseman on the team. And the hope was that he could step up into that role. And, um, he, and, and the reason we all hoped that was because he had played so well in the playoffs. He showed every indication in the playoffs that he was ready to step up like Cody Cece had done when he arrived at the orders and stepped into that role. So far, he's struggled, and the struggles don't seem to be going away. I know he blamed himself last night on two goals against, and he did so. He stood up and quite accurately did so. But he's been struggling all year, and it seems to me they need they they need to bump him down the roster, and find someone who can who can step in there and provide solid defensive play. That deal's not easy to make, so it's not just you know I, I, I single out like attitude change about defense, but there is I think a little bit of a personnel issue because I I'm not sure Kulak he's excelled as, as as a third pairing guy. I'm not sure he's ready to be or will be ready to be a second pairing guy. Are you concerned with Evan Bouchard? <sighs> yeah, because I, I I think some players when they get a lot of criticism, Darnell Nurse has gotten a lot of criticism. But what I've seen from Darnell Nurse in the last three games, since he just got an utter barrage of disparaging comments, is Darnell Nurse stepping up and playing um, much better hockey, much more focused, much more um, intense hockey on defense, playing a more simple game, doing everything that was obvious that he should do. Everyone, everyone saw it. He saw it. So some players, I think, can really respond to the criticism and step up and take it and wear it on their, you know, they wear it. But other players, I think, we saw it with Justin Schultz. We've seen it with other players. And I just worry, you know, Bouchard's taken a licking too in terms of uh, public criticism. And, and from what I see, I see a player who's starting to, his confidence starts to, seems to be going. He seems to be wilting under it all. And um, I, I don't know, you know, it's part of the job, right? When you're, when you're an NHL player to take that kind of heat. But I worry about him taking that kind of heat. It is, it, it has been deserved and we're seeing, he just seems out of it at times in the games. And I know he's been blamed. I think it's on the third goal off the face-off draw. He's been blamed on. I, mean, I, I will say that he got hacked by Yanni Gord there, which prevented him from clearing the puck in front of the net. But he had, he's got to be. He's got to have a stronger stick. He, he does, Bob, and 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 he's he's just got to figure out a way. He's got to figure out a way to take the heat and rise above it. And uh, you know, just you know, you mentioned earlier. I think try harder, work harder in practice. If if that's the case, if that's part of the issue, that is. Well, no, I'm just saying. And when a guy's do. struggling like that, like you know, sometimes there appears not to be. Like, he's not a guy where you notice the relentless uh, urgency. In pra- There's some other guys that, you know, they're going. Let me let me ask you this. Uh, part of the reason why we have you on, David Staples from the Cult of Hockey, 
Um, is because you track scoring chances. Where are we at here? I mean, the Oilers have sat there and, what do they got? 43 games left, so 39 games in a season. Uh, 2017 and two are, are you know are, are they creating more scoring opportunities than they're giving up they still are and it's it's weird um they've lost a couple of games where they outchanced the other team where they should have won the game but it's not just grade a shots that determine a game it's you know bounces and it's goaltending some nights they haven't got that goaltending they i mean i think they should have beat winnipeg they they were the better team that night and they couldn't come up with a victory um they last night they last night they got stomped in terms of grade a shots they just weren't in that game seattle came out and after mcdavid scored in the second uh early in the second period bob the oilers did not have another grade a shot all game until right at the end in garbage time and power play. So the game's on the line, the other team's putting up five goals, and the owners did not respond with even one great A shot that entire time. So it's been, um, they've been up and down in this regard, but still generally the trends aren't, they're not getting caved in. This is, this is a team that can outchance uh, in terms of great A shots most, many nights, at least, at least half the nights, if not more than that. Um, they haven't always got the goaltending, uh, which is the other issue. You know, Jack Campbell's play, which uh, needs to turn around. He needs to be the player that he was in 2021 when he was one of the best goalies in the NHL, not the, the goal he was in 2022 calendar year when he was one of the worst. So those are the two positional issues that need to be sorted out is, is the uh, Campbell and that and um, second pairing lefty. All right. So that takes priority over a forward then for you on the trade front? Yes, I think it's coming clear. Like, you know, we've all been kind of thinking, where where's it got to go? And with the with Clem Coston uh, stepping up and with Evander Kane uh, coming back, uh, Ryan McLeod back in the lineup, Warren Fogle back in the lineup, they do have a lot of forward options. There's a lot of players there. Ryan Nugent Hopkins, uh, you know, he's just been playing the best hockey of his career. Um, it's not even close. So they've got the forwards to go, but there does seem to be, you know, I, I just think, it, do you hear anyone? saying otherwise at this point no. I mean it's just a broad consensus and I'm sure it's the consensus I'd, I'd be surprised if it's not the consensus in Oilers management as well although you never know final one for you yes to pull your RV where's the fan base out with him right now you know, there's still there's still a, people who are big fans of the player holding out a lot of hope, looking for signs. And every now and then you do see a sign. Every now and then he has a good game, and then he steps back. And again, I, I just think it's I don't know these players. I, I don't. I, you know, I've not talked to them. Right. I, I'm not around them. But from what I see, Bob, I just see some players wilting under the in the Edmonton fishbowl, not doing too well, and other players rising to the challenge. And um, you know, I don't know what the answer is other than you know insulate yourself from all commentary all media all sports radio all blogs and whatever <laughs> just just focus on your game work hard work your butt off but Pulley RV seems to be someone who has wilted and there's a general acknowledgement that that it's not working out here David how do people follow you uh, at the cult of hockey on Twitter great stuff thanks David Thanks, Bob. 144 in Edmonton. Uh, Royal Pizza, Pizza Pass, and so much more. Edmonton owned and operated for 50-plus years. 15 Royal Pizza locations in the city of Edmonton uh, to serve you. The Edmonton region, four in Calgary, one in Red Deer. Everything is real at Royal. It's old-school, big-boy pizza. Staff recommendation, Mediterranean chicken. Uh, visit royalpizza.ca for more information. Brendan's a big fan of the Texan. Uh, we will... Uh, take a time out and when we come back Dennis Laliberti from New West Travel to tell us about our upcoming LA trip. 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. All right, all right, all right. 147 in Edmonton. Just before we go to the State Order's history for New West Travel, we are going to talk to Dennis Laliberti from New West Travel about an upcoming roadie that's going to take place in April. We welcome back to the show, Dennis Laliberti. Hi, Dennis. How are you doing? I'm really good. Doing great today, Bob. I would do it better if it would have won last night. But you and me both. I'm looking forward to uh, seeing you tonight. Uh, we're going to have a, yeah. a launch for our Vegas-bound uh, uh, orders now, roadies, and we've got another trip coming up uh, in April. So maybe you can educate our listeners about what that's about. Yeah, Bob. We're leaving uh, April second, and we're going to spend four nights in California. We're staying right at the. Uh, the Marriott uh, Hotel, right in the LA Live uh, Center area, and we've got uh, you know, so we'll be there for four nights. We have the opportunity to take in two hockey games. We got great seats, uh, lower bowl seats, uh, right off the face-off circles uh, where the others shoot twice. Uh, we'll also have a welcome reception with yourself and and some special invited guests down in Los Angeles, and. Uh, all the airport transfers and those kinds of things are included. And I should mention, too, you know, the weather's going to be great down there. I believe the Angels are playing baseball when we were down there. I think the Dodgers are away. Yep. So uh, there might be an opportunity also to catch a basketball game down there. But the weather will be definitely great to go down there and hang out. And when we say special guests, uh, when we were in Nashville last year, we had 75 people join us for that one. Uh, we had Ken Holland, Jay Woodcroft, and Paul Coffey all speak at that event. So uh, it was a great time. Uh, it'll be after the trade deadline, and hopefully the Edmonton Oilers will be, uh, you know, in the. I, my expectation is that the team will be in the playoff hunt. Uh, and so uh, there's a good chance that you, uh, if we can coordinate something the, the night before a game, that we might be able to, to have a, a pretty good showing that uh, we've had some really great guests over the years as you know uh dennis oh yeah you know uh we have had great guests we well, have had some great guests all right so uh what what's what sort of range is is this for uh you know what, what's the price point on it right now dennis because well, i know travels is and and are we sort of out of all of the the, the flight uh, challenges that we saw just before christmas oh yeah that's all over now so we're flying nonstop. Uh, out of Edmonton with Flair Airlines, they fly nonstop right into Los Angeles, and we have a great uh, price point in this, Bob. Twenty nine fifty all in, double yeah. occupancy. If they book uh, by February first, we'll also uh, include their uh, parking out at the airport, and uh, you know those, that LA game could be a huge game. You yes. know, comes down the road, and even Anaheim, uh, you know, for just for the points of uh, the standings as we get into that last week of the season. All right, great stuff, Dennis. We'll see you tonight. Yep, see you, Bob. Thank you. You bet. That is Dennis Laliberti from New West Travel. Again, uh, the trip will take place in early April as we go to List Day and Oilers history for New West Travel. Travel to California to see the Oilers play the Kings and the Ducks. Reach out to newwesttravel.com. Brendan, you've worded this pretty interesting because yesterday 
on this date in Oilers history. We went back to the same year, but tell us the story about today, this date in Oilers history. Yeah, I kind of buried the lead here the way I've written this, but we go to 1984. Mark Messier registers six assists en route to the Oilers, dumping the Minnesota North Stars 12-8. to 5-2 after the first period, 10-6 Oilers after 40 minutes. Wayne Gretzky, though, with four goals and four assists on the evening. He had that after two periods. The NHL record was 10. The Oilers had played the night before in Calgary, and Gretzky had four points in that game. He had 12 points in two games. I mean, it was the highest scoring time. The game was 12-8. Okay? Brian Lawton was assigned to shadow him as a rookie in the third period. Two shifts in the third period. The Oilers were way up in the game, so uh, it was interesting. It was interesting. The great one had a lot of records. You know, 79 five-plus point games as an Edmonton winner. 79! It's not bad. And Connor's at eight, and Leon's at seven. Coming up tonight on Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins, what's he got shaking from six to eight? Sounds like a fluid show. Well done. At this point. Yes. There you go. Tomorrow, Sportsnet color analyst Louis DeBrus for GCL Diesel, John Shannon, our NHL insider, will join us for Legacy Heating and Gooey. And uh, we may uh, have another uh, special guest as well. Now, this is an appropriate song. One step up, two steps back. Ooh.